Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Jamie Mulvaney. So let's have a look at Proverbs chapter 26, beginning at the 13th verse. A sluggard says, there's a lion in the road, a fierce lion roaming the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. A sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. A sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven people who answer discreetly. Now, the word sluggard is quite the extraordinary uh, put down that we see here uh, in the Bible. And the Old Testament scholar, uh, a man called Tremper Longman III, I'm really glad there's still people alive uh, with names like that. Tremper Longman III, uh, he says that Proverbs parodies laziness more than any other form of foolishness. And so we see here in these verses that laziness is parodied. Uh, you may think of of sloth in the, the seven deadly sins that it sort of evokes imagery of that as well. And I think as we as we come to terms with what work is, we know that, that work is hard work. Um, when someone says, well, that job sounds like hard work. Well, yeah, sure it is. I mean, you know, they don't call work slacking off. They call work, work, work uh, requires something of us. And uh, w- when we think of uh, people being slacktivists today, sort of wanting to, to click and um, sort of show their support for causes in a very lazy way, but not actually do anything to, to bring about change, uh, the, the whole notion of laziness has, has been really um, brought to the fore. We know that our work is impacted by our beliefs, by our thoughts and by our actions. And what we see in this morning's passage, it doesn't just affect laziness, but the, the things that we see in this morning's passage also affects others, other parts of our lives as well. So what does the, 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 the lazy man say in verse 13? He says, well, there's a lion in the road. Uh, laziness makes excuses. That's the first thing that we see about laziness. This guy is not going to work uh, because of a lion. Now, this sort of excuse doesn't really cut the mustard, particularly if you work in a safari or in a zoo. Um, and uh, while it's true that uh, lions could be found uh, in the place where this, this was written, they were not so, so you know, in number uh, that they could be a leg- legitimate excuse to not leave one's house. And that's what we see a lazy person does here is a lazy person, they make excuses and they bring about sort of irrational fears. So that's what we see is what the lazy man says, first of all, in verse 13. Then in verse 14, we see what the lazy man does. We see him spending so much time in bed and they make no progress here. And so we see there the contrast of a door turning on its hinges, but a sluggard staying in his bed, just turning around in his bed, going nowhere. And when you think of a door, a door opens and shuts and people come through it. And there's that sense of of progress, people uh, coming through. But the slugger just stays in the same place and he's fixed firmly to his comfort zone. Uh, So that's what the lazy man does. So we've seen uh, what the lazy man uh, says, what the lazy man does. And then in verse 15, we see the lazy man's heart. We see the, the lazy man, he buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. So he doesn't even have enough motivation. He doesn't have enough hunger 
to finish the job, to be a complete finisher here. And uh, he, th this lazy person fails to even provide for his own basic needs. And so we see his heart, his attitude, that the lazy man has no motivation. And then finally, we see in verse 16, we, we hear the lazy man's thoughts. And this all boils down to what we see there is, is the lazy person being wise in their own eyes. Rather than being willing to hear the constructive criticism of other people, uh, they claim wisdom. And uh, they claim wisdom over many other people. Uh, we see that the lazy man is, is wise in their own eyes. In other words, this is pride. That's the root of all evil. That is sin. So where do we go from here? Uh, well, obviously, uh, what these verses is, is, is a rather extreme parody, but, but parody reveals the truth, doesn't it? Satire reveals the truth. And you and I, we, we also don't face up to things, just like this guy doesn't face up to, to work. He doesn't face up to reality. And, and perhaps for us, we, we too need to, to face up to where we are lazy, where we're procrastinating with something, uh, whether it's making excuses like this person, whether it's staying in the same place and never progressing, or whether it's our motivation behind things, whether it's our pride. We need to face up to our sin. We need to face up to that which separates us from God. When we uh, hone in on, on, on this um, this, this passage being specifically about laziness. Uh, we've thought recently on Sundays, haven't we, about Sabbath. And perhaps, perhaps some people uh, might sort of swing on a pendulum between uh, hard work and laziness and, and where do we find the balance? Where do we find the rest? And I suspect that many of you are very, very hard workers indeed. Uh, whether that work is paid work, whether that work is, is work that you do out of your love for, for those around you, whether that work is done out of sense of duty. But I think for all of us, the, the antidote to laziness, the antidote to, to any sin at all, is to be found in Ephesians. In Ephesians chapter 2, Paul writes that we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And so laziness, or, or really any sin, is where we live in opposition to this, where we're curved in on ourselves, uh, making ourselves in our own image, rather than letting Jesus' uh, creation of us shine through and, and, and the purpose of what the Creator has made us for. And we see just in this, in this tiny verse, in, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, uh, we see the, the antidote in regards to, to, to all the different things that we've looked at so far as, as being issues. We see, we see motivation for our work. We see the way that we should think about our work. We, we see the way that our heart should be and what we should do and what we should say as well. If only uh, this guy in Proverbs had read this verse in Ephesians, that we ourselves, we are the, we are the result of God's work. We are still being fashioned by God into the, the masterpieces that we will one day be uh, in eternity. But we ourselves, we're, we're not just created works, but we are here to do good works, which God has called us to do. And if we are to, to fix our thoughts on this truth, if we are to, to speak this truth over ourselves and over our lives, over our work, with the motivation that comes from knowing that, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, not as some decorative piece, but we are designed with purpose to work for God's glory. And if we are to do that, then we will be living with the right attitude to work and the right attitude to the energy with which we should be living our day-to-day -day lives. Amen. Amen. 
This morning on HTC Daily, we prayed out of Psalm 139, thanking God that he sees us, he knows us and he loves us. And then we spent time praying for Parliament ahead of the decisions being made this evening and for God's protection and blessing over MPs. And um, following from Jamie's talk, we prayed that we wouldn't be filled with pride in the ways of the sluggard. Have a great day. See you soon on HTC Daily.